Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Money Ed Podcast. Money Ed is an education platform for young adults who want to better understand personal finance and gain greater confidence in managing their money. Each week we'll address the important topics within personal finance that really matter to you in an informative yet easy to listen to approach. The best way to improve your personal finance is through education and we want to provide a place where you can learn outside of the classroom, office or lecture hall. Um, today's episode is all going to be about an introduction to personal finance. Um, we're going to start really basic, keep it really simple um, for those of us who you know don't have the greatest understanding of it. Um, so I'm going to jump straight in there and just you know start talking about personal finance in general and firstly uh, how we define it. And I think it's um, quite a difficult one and it's one of those topics that's quite tricky to define. Uh, mostly because there are no real boundaries to it and everyone's idea of personal finance is very different. You know, the beauty of um, personal finance and managing your own money is that it is personal to you. So um, even like when even Googling, you know, define personal finance, I found so many different definitions that could be applied to so many different scenarios. Um, so I understand why it's very normal to be overwhelmed by it. Um, but while some people like may have an understanding of personal finance, um, I found a few definitions uh, that help, I think, keep it quite um, basic and easy to remember. And here at the Money Tree podcast, we want to keep everything as simple as possible. So the first uh, definition I found is um, that personal finance is the management of money and financial decisions for a person or family. I guess for most of us, this will only apply to the person side of things. Um, there may be people who, uh, you know, have to think about, you know, your family and dependents, um, especially if you care for someone or um, if you have young children. Um, but for most of us at this age, you know, I'm I'm 22. You know, between the ages of kind of 18 and 25, we might not have a family to depend on. So let's just focus now on ourselves as individuals. The second definition was. Personal finance is a term that covers managing your money, savings and investments. I particularly like this one because it covers the three main, um, you know, the big topics that uh, personal finance covers, money, savings and investments. Um, and again, it just keeps it nice and simple. It's just the management of your money, savings and investments. It's the management of those three uh, major topics. Um, and that just keeps it nice and easy. The third one is... Uh, Personal finance is the process of planning and managing personal financial activities such as income generation, spending, saving and investing. Equally, this one's just as good. It's slightly longer, um, but it goes and does delve into kind of slightly more detail, which is always good. But um, for now, you know, I want to keep it quite basic. So I think um, defining it as a term that covers managing your money, savings and investments. So the second definition I said is probably the best one for us. I feel like whatever the definition you find or relate to most, the general theme throughout all of them is focusing on managing all aspects of your financial financial situation, whatever you know that may be. You know your income, your savings, how you spend your money. You know, going into more detail, focusing on taxes, uh, specific investment products. You know, the list could go on and on. Um, in future shows, we are going to explore all of these concepts, um, 
but some of the broad things that personal finance covers does include managing your income or outgoings, managing your savings and investments, budgeting methods, you know, borrowing, so loans, credit cards, overdrafts, um, and yeah, and so like honestly, so much more. Um, so I don't really want to turn this into uh, me just reading a list of things that you should know. Um, over the coming weeks and months, you know, I'm going to hopefully cover as much of this in as detail as possible and to give you guys the best chance of understanding it. Um, but it's not only important to know what these things are, but, you know, how to use the you know, how to use them to your advantage, given your current financial situation. Remember, like always think in regard to your scenario, not anyone else's. So always remember that whatever definition you find or whatever uh, aspect of personal finance you're looking into, always relate it back to your scenario and always use examples uh, that are important. I'm going to start by talking about three perhaps slightly obvious but equally important topics within personal finance. Um, and I'm going to start with these because I feel like uh, young people, these are the kind of uh, aspects of personal finance from a very uh, broad basic level that um, young people our age care most about and they are probably the biggest part of our personal finance they're also they're almost kind of the main chunks of any young person's personal finance um but i'm not going to go into too much detail today with them um i just want this episode to be about introducing you to the overall idea of personal finance and these kind of three main concepts um in future series i will kind of dedicate time looking in at each one specifically into much greater detail um, but for now, as always, we'll keep it nice and simple. So I actually mentioned them earlier um, and it was in you know, our second definition that we spoke about. Uh, and I believe these three main um, topics to be uh, your income, i.e. You know, where the money is coming from, your outgoings or your spending, you know, how we're spending the money that comes in and where that's going. And also, thirdly, how we manage the money. So when we've got the money in our account um how are we looking after that you know what uh services or products are we using what um different kind of budgeting methods are we doing and how are we making the most of the money that's in our account i really think these are kind of the bread and but the bread and butter of personal finance for people our age you know fundamentally we need to know and start with where our money is coming from Secondly, we need to know how we're spending it. And thirdly, we need to think about how we can improve um, and manage our current situation. I feel like having a solid understanding of these three things is really a good start on our journey to understanding personal finance. And I think uh, what a lot of people find difficult um, is that, you know, it's quite an overwhelming topic because there's a lot to think about. So as we're doing with the show today and as we'll do over the coming weeks, the best thing to do is to break everything right down to the basics. Start from the bottom, build up your knowledge, and then as you get into the more complicated aspects of personal finance, you know, you can use your your kind of fundamental foundational knowledge and apply it to the more complicated things. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. Now bear with me just a little bit because the next part could seem quite obvious, but um for a lot of us, you know, understanding where our income really comes from uh, can be tricky in some instances, and there's a lot more to it than you think. So how do we define income? Well, 
Traditionally, income is defined as money received through work or investments. Um, but as a young person, you know, a lot of us might not be working. Uh, we certainly might not have any investments. Um, and like, for example, a lot of us might still be at university. So our main source of uh, money comes from student loans or part-time work, um, not like from a traditional salary. So just think about for a second where your money really does come from. You know, you might have a salary, you might have just started working this year. And so you might have a, a monthly a salary, which, you know, is, is your income. And that's great. Congratulations. Um, it's always great to have a kind of a constant flow of money. You might be working part time, like in my in my instance, you know, I'm just doing part time bar work uh, to kind of supplement my my living situation at the moment, which is, you know, again, ideal for me at the moment. And it's what I want to do. So and then you might be receiving loans or kind of uh, allowance from your family, which is helping you kind of through university or if you're in between jobs or if you're in between um, careers. So if you're moving from uni to work, you might not be earning a full time salary or part time. So you have your family helping you out. So I think whatever it is and whatever situation you're in and wherever your money is coming from, uh, that is your income. So any source of um, income that is coming into your account should really be classed as an income, even if it's not being earned. So even if it is just a student loan or an allowance for your parents, it's not traditionally an income, but in our instance and as young people, we should really define an income as um, any form of money going into your account. So if you have any money physically entering your account, that is your income. And I think a big part of um, you know our generation and growing up at the moment is that people are so focused on you know where their money is coming from, how much money they're earning, etc. But you know everyone is different. Um, for me, as I said, my main source of income is you know part-time bar work. It's not a lot. I'm and I'm fortunate enough to be able to live at home uh, with my with my parents. So, you know, I'm I don't have these uh, large costs that are burdening me. Um, and my main focus currently is you know running the show and running the Money Tree podcast. So for me, flexibility is key, and having a lot of spare time in the day is important. For some of us, however, you know, we do want stability, so we. We like having the nine to five um, lifestyle and we like having and knowing that we're going to have a set salary coming in on a monthly basis. And, you know, this is beneficial for many reasons. And as I said, it, um, it's all dependent on your situation. You know, my current situation is going to be very different to yours. You know, I'm very happy doing part time work, um, but you might not enjoy that and you might need the stability. So. When you're thinking about your income, the most important thing is um, knowing what you're going to have coming in um, and appreciating and understanding where it's coming from. Um, because when you know how much you're, you have coming in on a monthly basis or a weekly basis, you can then think forward and plan effectively and manage your money that much better. Um, and I think that's the most important part of income is understanding how much money you have um and like for a lot of people this can be quite difficult you know for numerous reasons um as i said before you might not be 100 percent clear on what your money is going to be on a monthly basis so 
you may have to look at it in a more short term. Maybe you have to look at it on a daily basis or a weekly basis. Um, but as I said, just knowing, having a kind of sure understanding of, of that money and when it's coming in, how much is coming in is important. And that's one of the main uh, things to think about when you're considering your income. So, you know, just really take a minute right now to think, you know, do I know exactly how much money I'm, I have coming in? And that's, you know, any situation or any scenario you're currently in. You know, if you're working full time, having a salary, if you're at uni and you receive a student loan. Um, for most uni students, you know, we receive or, you know, I did receive my student loan, uh, my maintenance loan every four months. So it does require a bit more planning if you're solely living off of that. Um, but yeah, so think about when that money and how much that money is coming in. Um, and then if you are if you are looking at money on, you know, every, every four months. So if you do receive a lump sum payment every four months, break it down into monthly or weekly payments, you know, work out how much you're going to have each week. And then from then you'll be able to plan ahead. You might um, then be able to work out how much money you'll need to earn um, on top of that. So if you take a part time job and you then you have a second source of income. Um, and just again, just you know, un, it's going back to that simple understanding your income on a basic level and just knowing how much comes in. So for many people, as I've touched on previously already, um, you have you may have like different sources of income from which your money comes from. As I said, you know, if you're at uni and you've got uh, you've got so let's say you've got you know maintenance loan, which you know covers a lot of the rent rental costs and living costs you then also may have a part-time job which um covers other you know disposable income so spending discretionary spending going out uh food etc um but you may just have your primary income you know you may just have your full-time salary and for a lot of people it can be inconceivable or you know, more or less impossible to balance you know having your primary job or your primary salary and working as well same way with that uni you know you may have your um, maintenance loan and you may not have the time or capacity to work a part-time job so you may be just uh, living off that primary income but if you are in a scenario you know especially at uni or even maybe in full-time work where there is the potential to earn a secondary income um, you know, give it some thought. Um, in the long term, you know, my aim is to have a full-time job and run this show and this podcast along the side of it. And you know, I may I may be able to make something from this show if it's good and if people like me. Fingers crossed. <laughs> but um, you know, I might not. So if you can manage um, a secondary income, however that may be, you know, it could be the kind of cliche side hustle that you hear everyone talking about or it could just be like part-time work on the weekend you know it could just be working helping a friend whatever um i know a couple of mates who kind of do like painting jobs for some houses um near them or you know anyway just to earn a bit of extra cash could be seriously beneficial um and you know you know working or working a secondary income you know working a side hustle is definitely something we'll talk more in detail later about and kind of because you can look at the pros and cons to each each situation but as i said it just goes back to your personal situation so 
the main takeaways is just really um, evaluate your income, work out exactly what you've got coming in every month, every week, uh, and then think, can I change that? Um, can I make get more with a secondary source of income? Or um, can I just, am I happy keeping it as it is? I think, you know, regardless of where it comes from, um, a lot of people, you know, will say how much money they have coming in or they, you say that you know how much money you have coming in, but do you really? Like, so really, sometimes you can miscalculate or underestimate exactly how much you're receiving. Um, or you might overestimate it. You know, a lot of jobs, a lot of people I know operate, work in salaries which operate a bonus scheme. So do you know or like or operate on commission? So do you know um, how much commission you're going to get this month? Um, a lot of the time it's difficult to work out. And while it only may be slight differences, um, kind of slight miscalculations or slight um, underestimation, it can make a large difference. So really get a clear understanding, do a bit of research, spend a bit of time, you know, over the weekend, looking at your monthly pay slip, you know, looking at kind of the hours you've got this week at work, looking at uh, how much uh, student loan you're going to get in this week um, and find out exactly what you're going to bring in this week or this month. Because I guarantee you having a real clear understanding of your income will massively help you and massively improve you. And it's, it, it is the fundamental, it is the start of, you know, uh, your personal finance. Every personal finance originates from the money and starts with the money you earn. So it's, it seems silly to not have a clear understanding of that. And yeah, just going forward will make everything a lot easier. And I know that seems very basic and it seems like a very obvious thing to be talking about, but like a lot of people say they know how much income they have, but realistically they don't. And if, as I said, if that's an underestimation or an overestimation, whatever it is, you're not being true to yourself and you need that clarity uh, for when you want to think about looking forward to your personal finances. So again, just think about and understand your income, and that will help you move on to, you know, the next two big topics uh, within personal finance. Because once you have an understanding of where your money comes from and where how much money you have on a monthly basis, you can then go to think about the secondary, the second most important part of um, personal finance, which is the fun bit that we all love talking about and the main thing that personal finance people always pick up on, and those are your outgoings, so how much you spend. Now, for this next one, I was going to um, label this next one spending, but actually for a lot, a lot of us nowadays, we don't actually spend our money. Uh, it's ruthlessly taken away from us by the tax man or the likes of Amazon or Netflix, you know. Um, what I mean is, you know, like our, our idea of spending is very different to older people in the older generation. Well, I don't know. I was well, saying that actually, I guess everyone's idea of spending is different to everyone. So I think it's probably better actually to refer to uh, spending as outgoing and it's probably a better option. Um, yeah, outgoings are basically everything we need to use our money for. Again, this can be broken down into many subtopics and outgoings may include taxes, bills, grocery, nights out, paying off debts, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And again, like I'm not going to list every type of outgoing um, because everyone's outgoings are different. You know, I don't know 
what your outgoings are and likewise you don't know what mine are um so and this is like key to really identify every type of outgoing um there are many ways we can go about this you know which can make it easier you know you can use technology so i have monzo for that which uh, tracks all my spending when i use contactless um while you're listening to this you know or perhaps like pause for a second and just jot down or go through your phone if you if you use monzo or if you have another app that does a similar thing just go through the main outgoings you may have for a lot of people um by the way that was an option an opportunity for you guys to pause i don't know if you got that um but for a lot of people rent is a big outgoing um and unfortunately it's not really money we're spending um it's more money that's taken away from us uh i like to think of like we spend money on food or takeaways or presents shopping um and like yeah i cannot can imagine how much we all spent on presents in the last few months you know given christmas and whatever um and realistically that's the sort of spending we're interested in um that's the kind of stuff that everyone always goes on about managing um is the almost the disposable income um you know the fun stuff uh but like while those are easy to manage um it's also the boring stuff that we do need to pay attention to and that are the most important things so kind of the the priority spending or the priority outgoings um so as i said your taxes uh your your monthly bills so your water bill your gas electric utilities um your rent which as i said is going to be a big factor for a lot of people both at uni and during work um i know loads of my friends who have just moved up to london and all i hear about is the ridiculous rent prices they're paying um and like for them that's going to be one of their main out- outgoings other than um pints down at the pub but you know uh, again like everyone everyone's different so just as i said take some time now or after this show just to really think about your out what your outgoings are um, because again you know having an understanding your main outgoings your primary and your secondary outgoings um can help you in knowing how much money you have and also knowing your out what your outgoings are means and enables you to manage your money more effectively you know if you're missing um if you're excluding kind of the weekly shop the weekly shop from your outgoings or if you're excluding um the kind of thursday night pub sessions with your mates um your budgeting is not going to be and your ability to manage your money is not going to be effective because you're probably excluding a large part of where your money goes towards um so knowing your outgoings and knowing your outgoings in relation to how much money you've got coming in is um vitally important to uh think about the third part which is um and the third main topic which is how we actually manage the money we have coming in and going out and that's probably one of the biggest parts and one of the, the most important parts of personal finance because um while it's important to obviously have the two fundamental concepts you know under wraps you know knowing how much you've got coming in versus how much you've got going out and therefore knowing what your disposable income is which as you know i've said before disposable income is your income minus your expenditure so it's the amount of money you have left over after your kind of you've paid off your main bills taxes and 
your main outgoings effectively. So yeah, so now that we've um, spoken about your income and your outgoings, and we've kind of defined those uh, a lot better to kind of make it easier for our situations, the next important thing to think about is managing your money. You know, despite the negative views around talking about money and the fear a lot of people have, managing money really does not have to be that difficult. And it can vary in um, the amount of time you dedicate to it and the amount of money you're managing and what you're doing to it. And again, what I'm always going to harp on about is the fact that when you're listening to this show and you're reading advice, blogs and all that, you always have to take into consideration everyone's scenario is different. So, you know, as the host of this show, I'm going to probably reference a lot of examples I have, my friends have, but you may read completely different scenarios from another blogger or you may listen to completely different situations. The important part and what I do want to reiterate all the time is that you just have to use these examples and refer them to your own uh, individual situation. Um, and yeah, so managing money really isn't that difficult. Um, in fact, you know, even just listening to this podcast and listening to me talk about this is a form of money management. And you probably didn't even realize, you know, whether you took the time to pause and write down your incoming and your outgoings, as I earlier said, that is a form of managing money. That is a form of taking action. Um, and it really is as simple as that and can really be done by anyone. You don't have to be kind of you don't have to be a wizard maths to manage your money. You don't have to be a financial planner to manage your money. It can be done by anyone. And that's again the 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 beauty of personal finance, but also the difficulty that people have is that money and numbers can be overwhelming for a lot of people. So the important thing is just to simplify it right down. Um, and yet at the money tree, that's what we're aiming to do. So, you know, I, I read a recent report actually by Britain Think, which is a consulting group, and um, they released quite an insightful report actually focusing on money and, man and, you know, people our age managing your money. Um, the report gives advice and tips of the best ways to manage your finances, as well as highlighting the behaviours of young adults in regard to their personal finance. Um, and what makes it good for us as well is that suggestions on how to improve your personal finance came from young adults. So when they did this research, they interviewed, I think it was about 400 um, 18 to 25 year olds, all in different scenarios, um, different ethnicities, different genders, different races. You know, there was quite a wide variety. And so you did get quite a, um, a good kind of wide response and kind of very variable answers. Um, and what's important about that is that it's not um, a, load, a load of oldies telling us what they think we should do. Um, you're, we're getting this information and we're getting this advice from people who are in situations the same as us. Um, it came from young adults rather than older people. And for a lot of them, they don't really appreciate what our main issues are and the things we kind of have to consider and the pressures we face. Um, and yeah, so like the interviewees, as I said, were kind of school leavers, graduates, uh, people in work. So it really is directly relatable to everything that we're talking about. Um, I've included a link below if you do want to give more reading. It's I think it's about 20 to 30 pages long. So there is quite a lot of information in there. Um, but the main point I wanted to get across is that is 
to, about taking action and actually actively managing your money. Because um, in the report, they found that 55% of young adults see managing money as one of the top five, top three uh, life priorities, but only one in five said they were confident of their money management capabilities. So like it's evident that as young adults, we all know that this is very important and an important topic, but we are maybe we're scared or again, we're not confident in being able to do it. But I think that comp that kind of lack of confidence comes from a lack of education, a lack of understanding that personal finance really is basic and it can be achieved by anyone. Um, and so we just need to address the issue head on. Um, this, you know, this report, you know, my podcast, other bloggers, you know, main sources of information on personal finance is the way to do that. And I think kind of a big part of managing your money is taking the initiative to actively try to improve your understanding. You know, the more detailed you want to be and the more time and effort you have to dedicate, um, but managing your finances does not have to be complicated or boring. You know, in fact, like I know a, a big part of it is that people just can't really be bothered to manage their money, um, but it does not have to be boring. Luckily, with technology, we have uh, the ability for, you know, our phones and our apps to do a lot of money management for us. But um, a big part of it is also just getting into the habit of doing it and getting into the habit of checking your finances and managing your money um, because it can seriously benefit you. Um, and as I said, you know, a lot of people also don't address personal finance because it is boring and a lot of us just aren't interested in money, um, which is fair enough. Um, and there are loads of barriers to personal finance, including, you know, our ability to pay attention to it or, you know, our lack of desire to spend hours reading about it. Or perhaps it's just because there's too much jargon, like the, the amount of rubbish I read um, that people just like it's just it's just inconceivable for people to try and grasp some topics when they're made to be so complicated and actually they don't have to be. And as I said, I think that's a massive part of it is that lack of confidence and the kind of industry as a whole still pushing a lot of people away. Um, so yeah, so I mean, again, kind of selflessly plug myself on my own uh, uh, podcast, but at the Money Tree podcast, that's what we want to do. We really want to simplify everything and make personal finance available to everyone because, you know, not everyone has a degree um, or not everyone did maths at A-level and, you know, people just don't have the confidence. I My maths is terrible. I'm not good at maths, but... You know, I'm I'm interested in the topic and that kind of what keeps me going and gives me kind of the motivation to learn more about my personal finance. But as I said, you know, you can listen to as many shows as you want and you can do as much reading as you can. Um, and I can try my hardest. But at the end of the day, only you can motivate yourself to take action and only you can be the one to really manage your money. Um as I said, you can use like robo advisors, so you, and um, you can use apps on your phone, um, but still like that's, and that's still you taking initiative, and that's still you thinking, you know, I'm going to use these apps to manage my money. Um, but at the end of the day, as I said, it's got to be you. Um, you know, listening to this info and sharing it with others, 
you know, we can improve everyone's understanding of personal finance and money management. Um, but you, at the end of the you have to take the active steps to do that. Um, and another issue, as I've touched on, you know, financial illiteracy is an issue. Um, that's kind of just, again, even that sounds so complicated. It's just not knowing what certain words or terms mean and what they are and what certain concepts are. Um, but again, I don't, I don't really think that's your fault. Um, a lot of us learn money from our parents, our friends, our family, um, but it should be a nationwide curriculum to just have understandings of basic concepts, like the amount of people who I know who are university, university educated and don't really have much understanding of simple economics that impact us on a daily basis or simple things such as taxes or interest rates you know all of those things um is is mind-boggling because these are just simple or these are simple things made to seem complicated which just frees out so many of us um but working together like and as i said taking an initiative and taking action we can teach ourselves um and we can also at the same time, you know, put two fingers up to, you know, society and the school system who taught us and provided us with no understanding whatsoever. So, yeah, so that kind of um, summarizes the third part of personal finance, which is the money management. And again, this is such a um, broad introductory statement because it is uh, so complicated and there are so many different branches but again I just want to instill in you and kind of tell you that you can anyone can address personal finance and don't if you do lack confidence you shouldn't um, but it's understandable why you why you may do um, and you know you'll gain confidence over time with your personal finance and you'll become more um, capable of understanding concepts and you'll learn more as you go along. Um, but yeah, so that's, I think, kind of one of the biggest parts of personal finance is the management and the understanding. And that just comes down to your self-motivation and your desire to learn. Um, you know, one thing I'll always talk about personal finance is that I can't um, instill a desire to learn into you guys that has to come from you um but also that you know every situation and every kind of scenario is different when talking about personal finance everyone has a different view of money and each individual situation is completely different you know i'm a graduate with no salary living at home with my parents you know it's a, <laughs> it's a pretty bleak life but um no i'm joking i, I love living with my mom it's great um but yeah but i mean my idea of personal finance and my priorities are going to be very different to you know uh emily who's you know just left college and is just starting her job for the first time or um alex who's just begun studying for his masters you know don't worry if your friends are managing their money in a different way to you and to be honest don't worry if they're managing it and you're not doing it at all like whatever your situation is however much money you have you can always improve your personal finance from whatever situation you're in. You know, you always hear these cliches like even just saving one pound a day makes a big difference, but it really does. Like it really, really does. And that is, although that doesn't seem like taking initiative and taking action, like it, you are, any level of action is action. And that's how I see it. You know, any uh, desire to 
actively change your lifestyle or actively think more about your money is good. And hopefully by listening to this show and other shows around and doing more reading, your desire to take control of your money is going to grow and you're going to naturally just become more knowledgeable. You know, you don't have to spend a lot of time. You could literally spend an hour a week listening to me talk about money and that would be, um, that would improve you and that would you know, make you think about your money more. One of the things I touched on before um, and it, which is a real problem is uh, the lack of understanding we have and that is why a lot of people don't engage in personal finance. Look, so for a lot of you, you may think you have a good understanding of personal finance and that's great, like um, congratulations, it's, it's good to have an understanding of money um, but for a lot of us, you know, we don't um, and shows like this and blogs that people talk about are really helpful. Uh, and as I said, like because we're not taught from a young age, it isn't instilled in us and it's not kind of something that just instinctively we know about, um, you know, like why we spend, you know, a year of our life learning about Pythagoras theorem where 95% of us will never use it in a daily basis. But we don't get taught about taxes, which every person in the world will have to use and have to know about is just, you know, it just baffles me. Um, I think also society today teaches us, you know, not to talk about money. It's seen as quite a taboo topic. Um, and I think this is because of the, the societal views of it. Um, the best way and really the only way to learn about a certain topic is to indulge yourself. Um, but if you're you know, your friends and family don't talk about it, uh, then that's obviously going to impact your ability to learn. Um, but, you know, on, in episode three, I'm going to talk about, you know, how our environment and our background, you know, really affects our view of money and how it changes our attitude towards it. Um, but just like anything, just like learning to ride a bike or learning to DJ or play a sport, you know, you have to dedicate time to improve your personal finance. And that can be done in you know, many ways. And engaging in personal finance and learning about money can vary quite a lot. So you can, you know, listen to podcasts and throughout the shows, I'm going to, you know, tell you about loads of different shows to, to, to listen to because there are so many great ones and so many well-respected professionals who can really give some good advice. Um, you can, you know, there are loads, so many blogs online as well. Again, on sh throughout the shows, I'm going to share loads of and hopefully talk to loads of different people who uh, are experts within the field. Um, you can also talk to your friends and talk to your family. I know that for some of you that may seem quite um, out there and quite difficult, but, you know, having an open conversation about money with people can help you learn a lot. You know, your friends might be managing their money in ways that, could benefit you a lot. Likewise, talking to your parents or your siblings, if you have kind of older siblings who maybe are at different stages in their lives and they have experience of managing their money, then that's a really good way to learn as well. You know, you're, as I said, your friends and family are one of your biggest influences behind how you behave around money. Um, so blame them if you're really stingy because it's probably their fault and they probably instilled it for you from a young age. Um, but yeah, like just really push yourself to uh, learn about these things and expand your knowledge. And that's one of the main ways I would say to engage in money and managing personal finance.
Um, if you engage in just some of these methods, you know, you will be able to improve your knowledge much quicker than if you just sit on your hands and do nothing. However, like anything in life, no matter how much reading you do or how much learning you do, the only way you're really going to improve is if you actively implement what you read and learn about. And I think a big part of uh, a big part of personal finance is knowing why you're engaging in it. So why am I? Why do you want to actively improve yourself? You know, ask yourself why am I? Why am I doing this? You know, why did I take the initiative to take control of my money? You know, it doesn't matter what reason you're getting into personal finance or it doesn't matter why you decided to take action. What matters is that you are taking action. And sometimes it can be harder than it seems to, you know, take that first step, especially regarding money. Um, we tend to fall into habits quite a lot of the time and usually they're bad habits. Um, so before you start really thinking about your money, ask yourself why you're doing it. You know, the next episode we're going to... Um, go deep into the importance of uh, setting goals and aims in your personal finance journey. You know, do you want to save more? Do you want to reduce your spending? Uh, Do you want to learn more about concepts and topics specifically? Whatever it is, understanding your reasoning for wanting to learn about personal finance is very important as that is one as, as it, as it is one of the sole motivators, you know, it's a seriously common theme, uh, setting goals and aims. And it's, and they are the reason you know, we look to improve our personal finance. You know, goals can be anything from looking to save more per week, saving for a new car, reducing your spending or your outgoings. Achieving a goal can be the main motivation for a lot of people. And that's good. Like, it's good to set goals. And it's for a lot of us in, and in life in general, we're, we're a race that, you know, strives to achieve certain things whatever it is whatever situation you're in um and like goals and aims is the topic of next week's podcast so i'll go deep into that next week so if you're kind of struggling to set goals or you kind of don't know or you just don't really know much about the why goals are important you know have a listen next week um because it is very beneficial so we're almost finished up now and i hope you guys have kind of listen to this and taken in you know what I've said about the three main chunks of the three main topics within personal finance but one thing one more thing I just want to reiterate and one thing I as I said is already really important is the personal motivation you put behind personal finance and the and the kind of desire to act on what you learn you know I can give you all the information on personal finance and equally you can actively seek out the information and you know learn about it but um only you can implement what you learn and what you read about and the things you basically want to change you know i can't implement a certain budgeting technique for you i can show you what it is and i can highlight the pros and cons of it but only you are going to be able to put it into place you know likewise i can't force you to use apps that provide effective money management you know i can't force you to use monzo but what i can do is bring it to your attention and tell you why it's worth getting you know what i'm trying to say is that i can't spoon feed you like your primary school teachers used to do you have to be you really have to be proactive about this um or it will just 
all fall into nothing and you might not improve yourself. Um, I was quite guilty of this before. You know, I read quite a few books about how to save money. Um, you know, I knew about Monzo for like two years before uh, I actually got it. But I, and I don't know why I didn't get it. I just didn't. I just didn't really take action on what it was. It was probably a lot down to laziness. Um, and it's probably also a bit of like the fact that I didn't really want to change, you know, a lot for a lot of young people, we don't like change. We like kind of what we're, what we're used to and trying to, you know, behave differently is quite difficult for us. Um, it actually, funnily enough, I only found this out recently, but it can take over two months for a behavior to become a habit. Um, and the majority of us fail to implement something into habit before this time. So, you know, we can try and go save money every day, but if it's not instinctive and it's not natural to us, then eventually we'll just go revert back to what is natural to us. And that may be spending too much money on beer or buying too much makeup, whatever. Um, but again, like in a couple of weeks, I'm going to delve into the world of kind of psychology or try to address uh, the kind of psychological issues behind money. Um, and it's a part of finance that is quite uh, unexplored, but is equally very important. And that just comes down back down to our, you know, personal motivation, our personal driver for understanding money. And I think kind of for a lot of us, understanding why we have certain views of money can greatly improve our personal finance going forward. Everything I really like hope to share with you on this show and the whole point of it is so that you can work on improving your personal finance um, and you really should be able to apply everything you hear on this show to your own situation. Um, and frankly, if not, then I'm not really doing my job properly. Um, so really keep at it. You know, it's one of those things you do have to kind of plug away at for a little bit. But, you know, the short term um, pain really does kind of will benefit you in the long term gain that you receive. It may feel really unnatural to engage with something like this and it might be slow and take its time, but you do just have to push yourself. And the more you do push yourself, the greater reward you'll see receive in the long term. So, yeah, so I think that's where I'll fin we'll finish up for t this week. Um, as I said, this episode was really just about introducing you guys to the ideas and the main topics surrounding personal finance. Um, as I said, we touched on what our income is, what our outgoings are, and what managing our money means. And we've defined each of those and really found how it applies to us on a daily basis. Um, we've also talked about uh, how you need the kind of personal motivation to really improve your personal finance. And as I said, this is a it's not an easy thing to do for a lot of us it is quite difficult but listening to this show is a step in the right direction if you do really want to improve um, your personal finance um, if you have any questions on what i've spoken about or you know any kind of concept i've mentioned that you're un still unclear of do get in touch as i said at the start of the show we have email moneyedpodcast at gmail.com and our instagram account at moneyed and you can DM me or email us there and we'll um, get in touch and help you out as much as possible. I've also clocked this as 
actually been a lot longer than I thought it would be. I was kind of hoping to keep the shows within 40 minutes or so. Um, so just so you know, in future, uh, this has been a slightly longer chat just because um, it is, you know, quite a broad, it's been quite a broad episode and has had to cover quite a large lot of material in, you know, attempting a short space of time. But, you know, next week is a really great show, I think. And it's looking at goals and aims within personal finance. Um, and I mentioned it briefly before, but while this again is like an obvious topic and is quite a basic part of personal finance, it is a super effective way of approaching managing like money management and your personal finance. Uh, because a lot of what personal finance is concerned with is achieving a financial goal that you have in mind. So next week we'll be looking at all of that. We'll introduce kind of six personality types, which um, I think is really interesting. And yeah, so do keep an eye out for that, you know, check out the instagram page that will be out next monday um and yeah one last thing again i mentioned it at the start of the show uh i would really appreciate if you guys got in touch or left review if you're listening on apple podcasts i know unfortunately on spotify you can't leave reviews um but if you're listening on an iphone and you can quickly pop to the the podcast um part of itunes it'd be really great because leaving a review just helps us climb the charts in the iTunes store basically and it means that more people will become aware of the show and that's what we want you know I want to share this we want to share this show with as many people as possible to help as many people as possible and we really want to help try and create this community of young adults who just want to learn more about their money um but yeah anyway that's all from me i hope you guys have a great week um keep an eye on instagram for you know sharing content and more stuff and i'll speak to you all next week cheers